Welcome back to another daily walk. Well, today we're going to be addressing this fascinating question. Are we born gay or does it happen to us? So welcome back to another Daily Walk. This is on video platforms and also on podcast platforms. You can help support the channel if you want by having a look at ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support. You can find books over there. You can find other ways to support us. You can find our links to Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash Tom M, T-O-M-M, or thinklifemedia.com. So we're going to talk about this issue, and this is just such a hairy issue that's just going to get a lot of, I'm going to get some stones thrown at me. I'm ready. My shields are up. Because this is a controversial debate. But the reason I want to talk about it is multiple times over the course of the last week, this conversation has come up in my life. And so since the daily walk is about things that I'm looking at or studying or things like that, I want to go ahead and address it in a video form. It's been an area, a topic I've been kind of avoiding for a while because I really just don't want to get in the middle of the debate. But the, frankly, the debate's coming to the Christian front. Whether I like it or not, we may as well get up in front of it. And so the idea is... Are we born gay? And therefore, if we're born gay, God made us that way and it's okay. Or are we made that way? In which case, we've got to convert people out and remove the homosexual tendencies that they might have and get them back in alignment with Christ. But then the third argument that I keep on hearing this week is, well, we need to stop pointing our fingers at all the homosexuals and, and, and while well, we have all these adulterers. Well, I completely agree. And if I see the adulterers, I'm going to point the same finger at them and say, dude, stop. This is what the Bible says. Stop. You got to follow what this says. Okay. Um, and so it's a straw man argument has been coming forth on the forefront lately. It says, well, how dare we? We talk about this and we're not talking about this. No, the problem is the modern church. We talk about all of it. This is why I'm not involved in a lot of modern church. Because I want to go into a church that actually truly preaches what the gospel says. Now I have one. If there was a fornicating couple in my church, you better believe that the pastor, they wouldn't be up there, you bad people. He'd be talking with them, counseling them, showing them from the scripture why they're wrong and it would be dealt with. That's why I like the church that I go to. They're not going to put up with that. Now, I think though that my church does follow too far along the lines. It wants to outcast or ostracize people who are homosexuals. But I don't want to go into the other end and say, hey, just come on in. It doesn't matter what you believe because that's damning to the philosophies of the church. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to look at this question. And uh, by the way, the, the, uh, I've had, two, I think, two or three individual conversations. One of them I'm pretty sure was a gay guy that tried to pick me up. Uh, I'm not sure, and I gave him my number. If he calls me, I'll go out and meet him with coffee or whatever. I'm just curious to know what, what he says. Um, I just got that vibe. Um, and then the other one, of course, is a video we're showing in our church, which is addressing this question. It's from Answers in Genesis, and the question is, are we born gay? And I believe that the ultimate final point of the video, which we're only halfway through right now, so I'm recording this there. Now, I will have watched the rest of the video by the time this video goes live here, and so I will leave a comment or something in the description of the video if my viewpoint has changed in such time. Um, but overall, and I had this wonderful conversation with a friend of mine because he is not a very scientific person, and I am. I mean, I am, I am a science geek. I have a bachelor's in biochemistry. I have a PhD in toxicology. I'm a science geek, all right? And I like listening to the science. I mean, that's neat. That's fascinating. But I have to confess, my friend is 100% right. He, he has converted me to his viewpoint. He says, that doesn't matter. I don't care. He says, I want to follow 
want to follow this. <laughs> which should have been my position the whole time, which honestly I understand we're going to follow this. But my problem is I'm trying to use a rational argument against people who are irrational. Hear me out here. Because so far the video has not a single thing to say about homosexual behavior. Everything it has to say is about transgender. Like, I thought I was watching a video about are we born gay or not. The only thing the speaker has addressed so far is transgenderism. Homosexuality and transgenderism are two completely different animals that we can deal with in two completely different ways. But my overall argument and the reason he's going to win me over to, to his side and not worry about the science is because a rational argument will not work against a postmodernist. The postmodernist does whatever they existentially feel is good. Uh... <laughs> But what's the Bible say about the question itself? Here I am halfway through the video and I haven't even addressed the question. And here is the final answer. Are you ready? I got the final truth from the Word of God. It doesn't matter. The answer to the question, are we born gay or are they made that way? It doesn't matter. Now, there is a verse here. Now, the context around this verse, let me explain the greater context. This is in Matthew 19, and we're going to be looking in Matthew 19, and we're going to be looking at verse 12. Now, the surrounding context of this is concerning divorce. And Christ is talking about, about divorce, and what happens is the Pharisees ask him this question. And the reason he asks him this question is there are two overwhelming teachers in this area. We have Shammai and we have Hillel. And Shammai believes, he says, that a person may get divorced only in the case of great marital infidelity, which would have been some degree of deep sexual sin. The various things that would cause you to get stoned under the Old Testament law. Okay. Um, Hillel believed that any case whatsoever, a man could divorce his wife because the wife was his property. This is one of the very few times where Jesus actually takes a side uh, when he's looking over. <clears throat> but then he, he basically comes down, though, and he doubles down and says, Moses only allowed you to divorce because of your hardened heart. And he says, ultimately, he says, um, the factor is that the disciples said to him, uh, we're looking at verse 10, if the relationship of a man with his wife is like this, it is better not to marry. And Jesus said to them, not all men can accept this statement, but only those to whom it is given. Okay, so this is setting it up. Now, again, this is the context around marriage, but I think that Jesus' next statement is exactly applicable in this world. One of those few, few places where I will not use the exact context of the scripture. Um, so in verse 12, are you ready? There are eunuchs. Now, eunuch here is a person who remains single. That's the context here. There are eunuchs who were born that way from their mother's womb. There are eunuchs that were made eunuchs by men. And there are eunuchs who made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven. He who is able to accept it, then let him accept it. Jesus' point here is some people choose to stay single because they choose to stay single. For the sake of the kingdom of heaven. This is what Paul is getting at in Corinthians when he says, Hey, it's better for you not to marry for the kingdom of Christ. Absolutely. Okay, uh, but he says there's others who are made that way by men. Now, in this case, he's talking about a eunuch, a high court official who would be castrated so as to not risk trying to take over the king's, uh, the king's uh, harem. In this case, a eunuch, a single person, would not even have the, the reproductive capability of getting in on a king's line. And then some were born this way. Now, 
I want to address this because this this uh, speaker in this Answers in Genesis video is going out of their way to talk about we have these these abnormalities. Well, what if one of these abnormalities happens to be I have an attraction to same-sex couples? I'm not going to say that doesn't happen. I'm not going to sit here and say that God under no circumstance would possibly make somebody gay because God made us to reproduce. Well, God also made us male and female, and I completely, thoroughly defend that point. However, there are some absolute genetic abnormalities that cause blurrings of those lines, scientifically. So if that is the case, and there's blurring of those lines, could there not be blurring of attraction? In other words, God made them that way. Now, there's other people that absolutely come to a homosexual lifestyle because they have been abused in their life. There are people like that. Absolutely. It occurs. It exists. All right. There are other people, and I will call that, by the way, made that way by men, and there are people who have simply had sex here, had sex here, said, hmm, I want to do this because I want to do this. Because we live in a fallen, sinful world, and, you know, like it or not, sex is pleasurable, no matter which kind it happens to come from. So we have to be honest with all these points. Does it matter if a person is born this way, made this way? It doesn't. What matters is the command from Scripture. If you are born this way, God is going to be calling you to a life of celibacy. Because in the Scriptures... Whatever your genetic abnormality is, in the scriptures, we are commanded not to engage in homosexual behavior. Just like, by the way, we're not, you know, I'm not talking about a fornication, adultery, all these. Yes, that's a straw man argument. That's for another day. Those are all sins as well. But we cannot justify the actions simply because we're made that way in light of the scriptures. Now, this is where I think a lot of the church has a big problem that they want to try to force everybody to not have the attraction. You can't force somebody not to have that attraction. That's not going to happen, okay? But what we can do is if a person comes in and says, I have a same-sex attraction, but I agree with the scripture that it is incorrect, and therefore I'm calling myself to a life of celibacy, I will 1,001 support everything that man or woman does because that is the biblical approach it doesn't matter what the feelings in your heart are what matters is your allegiance and your obedience to the word of god that is what the important point happens to be and so does it matter if we're born this way does it matter if we're made this way by men does it matter if we've chosen this path no the fact of the matter is if you want to take on the mantle of christ you need to obey what the word of god says and one of those factors is sexual purity. So yes, don't go fornicating, don't go adulterating, and don't go engaged in a homosexual relationship because that is what the scripture says. It doesn't matter how you're born. It doesn't matter what led you into that lifestyle. The, what matters is the allegiance to the scriptures. So that is my answer on that and a little bit longer of a daily walk, but hopefully we addressed all those. Once again, have a look at the links in the description down below and thanks for coming along. Don't forget, you can like the video, uh, subscribe to the, to the channel if you want, or uh, if you're listening on podcasts, don't forget you can uh, download the various podcasts from a variety of different places as well. So thanks for coming along and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, 
check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.